0: Welcome to Aligned Attraction, the go-to intimacy podcast for powerful women. I'm your hostess with the mostest, Lee Noto, master intimacy coach and psychedelic therapist, and I help powerful women like you unleash your wild feminine power so you can create heart-throbbing love. Each week, you'll hear from me and other experts on love, sex, and relationships. And I'll also coach women like you to create the most delicious transformation in their love lives. You ready? You're attracting the wrong kinds of men, and you don't know why. You don't know how to attract the kind of men who are ready to commit to you and ready to cherish you ready to have you feel like you are the chosen one. Men who are directive and take leadership, men who are out there doing their inner work and who are high quality, high caliber men. For some reason, they seem to elude you and you're not sure why. So today I'm going to cover the archetypes of men that you don't want to attract. But if you're listening to this episode, you've likely been attracting one or more of these archetypes of men. And chances are you're attracted to one or more of these archetypes of men, even if you don't want to be attracted to them. There's a pattern that's playing out and you're either unaware of it or you're aware of it, but you don't know how to sidestep the pattern. Okay. We're going to dive real deep today. Now, let me just share with you before I dive in that when I say archetypes, I'm referring to a broad generalization about some of the emotional and behavioral qualities that these men exhibit. And please note, like this is not the fullness of who these men are. I'm making generalizations for the purposes of a podcast episode. And these men are also working from an inherited and conditioned set of patterns in their love lives. So you've heard me talk about this before, potentially, I call these love blueprints. So we're all operating from a template for love. On how dating, love, and relationships work based on what we saw in our households growing up, what we saw between our parents or caregivers, the kind of love we did or didn't receive growing up. And in the case of all of these archetypes, if you will, they were developed in response to some set of circumstances that the men experienced in their childhoods, their adolescence, their past romantic relationships. So please note that I'm not trying to oversimplify you know, a man's character. I love men. And as high-achieving women, before we really understand how love works, we find that we attract men that display certain characteristics. I've given them names so that you can simply understand them and to allow you to really understand what's happening for yourself. And I've outlined some of the qualities that these men possess. All right, so let's cover the archetypes. This is really fun. And I want you to really tune into to the, the following number of episodes, because in each episode after this, I'm going to cover each of these archetypes in depth, why you're attracted to this kind of man, why you're attracting this kind of man. And how to get out of the pattern altogether so you can actually start attracting committed masculine men. All right, let's go through the archetypes now. First, we've got the players. Players are the ones that want to keep playing the field. They are not ready to commit. They want to keep you as an option, maybe as a notch on their belt. And they want to have potentially sexual and emotional variety. So these are the ones that are still playing the field. I, in my dating life, attracted a number of men like this. And I enjoyed it at one point because I was a player myself and I appreciated not having to commit. So archetype number one is the player. Archetype number two is the pushover. The pushover archetype is the man who will stop whatever he's doing at any time for you, but to his own detriment. He is surpassing his boundaries. He's not setting boundaries. He doesn't have a healthy sense of self and he is behaving in a way that appeases you so as not to lose you. While it can feel like a big stroke to our ego when we have a man who will drop whatever he's doing at any time for us, We often don't feel safe and we don't trust this man because we don't trust that he's going to say no because he's not aware of his no and he will blow right through it. So that's the pushover. Then we have the project slash fixer upper. So the project or fixer upper is not so much the archetype because this man possesses certain qualities, but I call this the project or fixer-upper because of how you perceive this man. So this is the man that you see and you're like, oh man, I, I just want to teach him my ways. I want to teach him this thing. And you see him as a project. You want to work on him. You want to make him better. And this may come for you under the guise of nurturing him, guiding him, teaching him, being generous with your resources. Um, And while that may seem like a noble cause, there is something in it for you. And when we get to that episode, the Project Fixer Upper episode, I'm going to tell you why you're playing that pattern out. Next, we have the archetype of potential. So again, this is the man that you see and you're like, oh my gosh, he has so much potential. I see our future together. If only he would shift this, if only he could change this. And then you make it your mission to hold him to his potential and not necessarily in a healthy way, but in a way that he has not really consented to. So you are dating his potential. You're not dating the real man. And when you date the real man, you recognize that he... is him and what you see as his potential are two completely different things. Then we have the archetype of the taker, the man who will just keep taking and taking and taking. And you may offer to pay for half the date, you may offer to have him stay at your place and he just keeps taking. Now again, in future episode I will cover why this is playing out and why if you're attracting takers you are attracting them. The next archetype we have is the clinger, the one who gets attached really, really quickly. And you may sometimes see yourself playing out this archetype, but this is the man who is like ready to bed you and wed you and make you his wife. And you've been dating for a month or you've been dating for a week and he wants to introduce you to his friends and family and things feel like they're moving way too fast. So it's almost like he claims you too quickly which doesn't seem like it would be such a bad thing but there's an energy with this archetype there's an energy of neediness and an energy of um almost denial like how could this guy not see how quickly we're moving then we have the archetype of the man boy where you play mommy and you take care of him and he just can't seem to take care of himself or clean up after himself or get his life together or grow up. This is the man boy. And right after that, we have the archetype of the teenager, the one who really acts out and gets defensive. Like he might do things out of spite. He might do things to one-up you, to get even, to um, be vindictive in some way. And this is really, really teenage behavior. So this is the archetype of the teenager. Then we have the man that is the competitor the one you feel like you have to compete with. And it's just like you're one upping each other back and forth. And lastly, we have the archetype of the meh, the meh men, as I call them. The one that might look great on paper, but you are just not that into, but for some reason you can, you just keep dating men that you're not that into. So those are the archetypes. Now, this is not an exhaustive list of all the kinds of men's that all the kinds of men that we can attract. but we've got the players, we've got the pushovers, we've got the projects, the potential, the takers, the clingers, the man boys, the teens, the competitors, and the meh men. Now, if you're attracting one or more of these archetypes, if you're attracted to one or more of these archetypes, and you'd like to be, dating men and in relationship with men that are none of these archetypes, but instead are men who take leadership in their lives, men who have clear direction, a man who's actually doing his inner work and who knows who he is, is living his truth or is on the path to like really living and fulfilling his purpose, a man who's emotionally attuned, like he's tuned into his own emotions, he's present and aware of yours, he empathizes with you, He takes a clear stand in his life, so he doesn't let you run all over him, but he also shows a lot of empathy for your experience. A man who inspires you and challenges you to grow. A man who you feel like you can be your full self with, like who brings out the best in you and who you also feel deeply safe with and attracted to. And a man who can hold all of you, who isn't going to waver or Become scared at the first sight of your anger or your sadness or your grief or your pleasure or your desire. Like, that's who I know you want to be attracting. But if you're attracting any of the archetypes I just mentioned, then there are patterns you're playing out that is causing you to continue attracting these kinds of men. Now, something I would have you ask yourself is when things have gotten really hard in relationship. And when you think back to past relationships and past challenging moments, how did you respond? What were your response patterns? Did you fight and get really big and inflate yourself? Did you yell and get loud? Did you curse? Were you throwing things? Was that your response in past conflict? Romantic or not? Was your response to flee the scene and avoid conflict at all costs. Did you get the hell out of Dodge when things start getting hard or when things started getting hard? Did you shrink and get small? Did you deflate and become really meager? Did you lower your voice? Did you slump your shoulders? Did you feel ashamed for something? Did you feel shame? Did you feel embarrassed? Did you feel like you needed to hide something? Did you push away and stonewall? Did you ice someone out and freeze them out and get cold and stop talking? Did you shut down and go numb? Did you become stoic? Did you become emotionless? Did you act cool as a cucumber, like nothing could faze you? Or did you fawn? Did you appease someone? And did you contort yourself to try and be likeable and approved of and agreeable and palatable so this is a list of some of the responses that we show up with when things get hard when when conflict occurs and these are conditioned responses and these are also trauma responses these are responses that sit in our bodies and nervous systems because we experienced Traumatic events at some point in our life that got stored in our nervous systems and now are playing out in these response patterns, even though those original traumatic events are no longer happening. Now we're in a conflict with a man we're dating, or we avoid dating and we're playing out these same responses, even though the situation in front of us may not feel as significant or severe. Or it does feel significant and severe, but we keep finding ourselves in these same patterns with these same kinds of men over and over and over again. So ask yourself what your patterns are. And that's the first place to look. If we want to go from attracting any of these archetypes to attracting committed masculine men, start looking inwardly. What parts of you are really wanting your attention? Are there parts of you that are playing out the same pattern over and over again, and you can't seem to get past it? What is that pattern? How are you showing up? What kinds of men are you attracting? Just start to take note of what what that is for you because you want to gather information. And then what parts of you are longing to feel love and attention that you might seek from a man or someone outside of you? And can you give love to those parts of you? So do you feel embarrassed by your anger? And is there a way you can start to create acceptance for your anger and create a space for it instead of trying to push it away and hide it? Because when we do things like that, it ends up coming out in a convoluted, unconscious way. And then again, looking at your patterns. So what kinds of men do you typically attract? And outside of how these men also contribute to the dynamic that you find yourself in, asking the question how am I contributing? So if you attract men who are takers, do you give far more than you have to offer? And that is your way of keeping the dynamic alive, right? Because it's not just that they take, it's also that you give. If you stopped giving in places that you didn't have to give, you would eventually stop attracting the men who just want to take. If you attract men who aren't ready to commit and who want to play the field, who are emotionally unavailable Where in your dating life have you accepted that? Is there a place where you have thought to yourself, well, this is all I can get, so I'm going to accept that he'll keep me as an option and that'll be fine for now? Or is there a part of you that's not emotionally open to yourself, that's emotionally unavailable with yourself, thus causing you to attract men who are emotionally unavailable with you? Is there a part of you, if you're attracting these kinds of men, that feels safer, When you keep love at a distance, are you afraid to be fully seen? That could be another reason why you're attracting emotionally unavailable men. So start to write down your patterns in love and ask how you might be at cause for some of those patterns. Now, of course, we don't want to um, gaslight ourselves and say, it's all my fault. I'm always the one that does this. They have no part in this everybody has a part in a dynamic that gets played out. I am just prompting you to look inward and reflect at how you might be perpetuating that dynamic because what you do and how you show up is really the only thing you have control over. Okay. So those are the archetypes. And in each of the following episodes, I'm going to go in depth with each of the archetypes. But if you are really, really wanting to sidestep these patterns now, and you're ready to understand how to do this for yourself, then I've recorded a free workshop for you. Go to alignedattraction.com backslash workshop, and I'm going to cover the four key things that you would need to start attracting committed masculine men. I'm going to cover that in the workshop. It's completely free. You can get started on the journey right now alignedattraction.com backslash workshop. And like I said, in the following episodes, I'm going to cover all of these archetypes, why you're attracted to these kinds of men, why you're attracting them, and how to shift out of these patterns so that you can start attracting committed masculine men. All right, my dear, thank you for tuning in today. I'm sending you so much love and good vibes, and I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you liked what you heard, please leave a five star review and subscribe to the show. And spread the love by sharing this episode out on social media and to all the powerful women in your life. And if you're ready to play full out and create heart throbbing love, hop on over to my website to see all the juicy ways you can do just that. www.leenoto.com fellow wild woman, I appreciate you. Until next time, I'm sending you so much love and all the good vibes.